Okay. Here he- we are. Hello, hello. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Okay. Use three, two. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Really good. Really good. We just had the nicest chat with the one and only Kiana Sue. Yeah. I think we could have been here for maybe three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Four she, hours maybe. She is such a ball of sunshine. Yeah. It's just so laid back, easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Yeah, she's she's a friend. Yeah. That's so nice. I love the fact that we're meeting people. <laughs> I love the fact that we're <laughs> making <Yeah>. friends. <laughs> True. No, it's just really, really nice to, it was really, really lovely to meet her. Yeah. And um, we talked about everything, really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's a she's a content creator and a photographer. She's basically living the dream. Yeah. Oh, that's what we thought. And then it's really interesting to, you know, hear that she has exactly the same struggles as we do. And Exactly. We talked about everything from her dating life in Iceland and how she manages to socialize with Icelanders mm-hmm. and to her visa application yeah. pro- process. Exactly. How she's living off of being a photographer and content creator in Iceland. Yeah. It was like all around awesome chat and mm-hmm. we're really excited to be able to bring it to you. So hope you enjoy. Here is the lovely Kiana Sue. I'm glad that you can always just like <laughs> keep the ship going when I'm just like... So you, you're from the United States. Like, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, my easy answer is I'm from the United States. That's yeah. it. Yep, that's, that's, that's it. a that's pretty it. vast landmass that you're talking about. We're going to need a few more details. <laughs> yeah, I always am like, I say it, I'm like, hoping they won't ask another <laughs> really? question. Because it's just, I Kentucky? mean, no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll tell you my life story quickly, then yeah. you can tell me where I'm from. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. I was born in California. And then I moved to the Midwest, Iowa and South Dakota. And then I moved back to California. And then I moved to Massachusetts. And then I turned eight. Oh, your, my God. For your timeline reference. Why were you moving around so much? Um, it's just like my dad's job. Like, he wasn't in the army and he's not some, like, secret spy kid or something. Spy kid. Spy dad. <laughs> but, um, no, I don't know. He was just, uh, I think, a very, like, sought-out person. I think. Okay. Shout out, Dad. I don't know if he was or not. <laughs> hey. But <laughs> we moved a lot. And then I lived in Massachusetts for a long time. And then we moved to Connecticut for high school. And then I, I went to college. And then... I moved to Boston afterwards because I was like, Massachusetts has my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ah. all my like primitive years were kind of Massachusetts. So I was like, I'm a Boston kid. <laughs> and then I moved to Boston for like five years and then I came to Iceland. Okay. Where am I from? Not sure. No. Wow. <laughs> and how do you feel about having moved, having lived in so many places? Do you think that was, is that something that you look back fondly on? Or how do you feel about it? Well, I hated it growing up. Like, you always have to move and make new friends mm. and go to a new school. And, like, the people are different in different states. They're just more friendly in some and, like, more clicky and, I don't know, mean in others. <laughs> so I was super not a fan of it, especially But the hardest move for me was moving in high school. Yeah. Like, right yeah. before I started high school. Um, because I went to a high school that it was like two middle schools combining into high school. So half the people didn't know each other already. Mm-hmm. And it was just assumed if you didn't know somebody, they're just from the other town. 
but I was from neither town, and so I wasn't the new kid. I was just, like, lost in the crowd, and that was so horrible for me, like, trauma. But um, <laughs> So, wait, how old are you then? 14. 14. That's when you go to high school in the States? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, those teenage Difficult years. age. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Talk about turning into an angsty teen. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like you're, you're, you have a lot of friends in Iceland. It seems like you're really social, and do you think that, like... I think moving a lot, uh, I know how to make friends yeah. because mm-hmm. of that. You yeah. moved to Iceland by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much all alone. Yeah, I didn't know anybody, um, but I had like traveled to Iceland first, just as everybody is doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this place is awesome. Like, I love this place. I spent no time in the city, at not a single minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even drive through. I just ring like did the ring road for 10 days. And I was like, this place is so awesome. I want to like move there. And I went back to like my nine to five job in Boston. This is the same time that I like discovered social media for what it is on the influencer travelness yeah. thing. I like lived under a rock before this time. I don't know how I didn't know. I just only followed my friends and family. Yeah. And then I saw all of these travel influencers like going all the way around the world and stuff. And people, everybody is coming to Iceland. And I like got a hold of. Like, not I didn't get a hold of them, but I started following, like, this group of friends in Iceland who traveled in Iceland all the time. Should my sound off, maybe? <laughs> um, and, like, there were just, like, four friends in Iceland, like, always road tripping and adventuring. And I was like, this is so cool. And I became, like, obsessed with their life. And I decided I wanted to do that. And I just, like, this fire, like, burned in my mind. Like, yes, Iceland is cool. And it's I got to go do that. I need to go live that life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just one day quit my job and was like, we're just going to do it. We're just going to go and try. And what was your job beforehand? I worked in college athletics, which is really big in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, when I say that in the U.S., everyone's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And I say it here and people are like, cool, university sports. (laughs) That (laughs) That, sounds much less cool. I know. I'm in the uni team. (laughs) 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 Mental scholarship. Okay, cool. What were you doing there? Uh, I did like business administration and just like kind of all the finances and things like that, operational and yeah. Cool. What university? Uh, I was at BU for a long time. Yeah. Uh, that's why I worked there. I didn't go to school there. And Is that then, Boston University? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. For Boston the rest university. of us. <laughs> <laughs> Boston University, go BU. <laughs> um, and then I was at Tufts for a bit before I came to Iceland. Wow. Yeah. Tufts did you university. like it? Did you like working there? Um, I really loved living in Boston and working at in Boston. (laughs) Very diplomatic. Yeah, Yeah, I think like quitting my job kind of came at a opportune time. I didn't want to like be where I was anymore, as well as I also wanted to be in Iceland. So just those two things combined, like, was like really fueling the fire for me. I actually made the decision to go to Iceland. Um, while I was quitting, like just kind of something crazy happened at work and I had had enough and mm-hmm. I, I just wasn't happy. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I wasn't happy. So I just like gave my notice and my boss was like, oh, uh, like, what are you going to do? Did you get a new job? Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, um, I'm going to move to Iceland. And so suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I have to do it now because I just said that out loud. Yeah. I can't believe, okay, well, we need to do this or else <laughs> you're going to look stupid. Like he doesn't know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now I said it, so let's do it. Yeah. How long after you quit did you move to Iceland? Uh, About 
two months, I think. Okay, that's pretty quick. Yeah, I quit in the summertime. Uh, I I quit in the summertime and just uh, like finished my lease at my apartment. And then I didn't renew it. And when my lease ended, I just and I sold like everything that I had um, and it just popped over the beginning of September. So when you so did you come as a tourist and then start the process of applying for like are you on a work visa or, or student visa or shall I just cut it now and just not say yeah, anything? Yeah, uh, yeah. oh, this yeah. podcast is brought to you by Pepsi Max. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ice his favorite drink. Uh, um, I actually came uh, in the beginning as a tourist because um, as an American you can be here for ninety days. And I did a work away in the beginning. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. But um, I haven't. Okay. So it's like a, I don't know, a barter for accommodation kind of. Mm -hmm. So it's global. It's all over the world. You could literally do it in any country. I don't know how it works now with like pandemicness, but. um, (laughs) The panoramic. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. The website works kind of like Airbnb, where you can like search a city or search like an experience, maybe um, like you know maybe farm mm. or like au pair or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, obviously, I searched Iceland, and then mm. a whole bunch of things would come up, and just things like, well, we need help on our family farm. We need someone to help with the kids. We have a family business that we need somebody. Whatever, um, just a whole bunch of like options and so I talked to a bunch of people and um, found a nice fit with a family and I ended up like going to live with that family and just like helping them around the house kind of and we're still really close now I lived with them for like three months um were you looking after the kids or yeah kind of and just like helping around the house she was just a single mom um their like dad had passed away and she was a nurse so she kind of worked crazy hours sometimes and couldn't make sure the kids were like up and going to school yeah so I just like they were old enough to take care of themselves I would just make sure that they got up and help them with their breakfast and stuff and then just pushed them out the door because kids walk to school here you don't need to drive them to school (laughs) so did you you would be doing this, was it basically from Monday through Friday? And then would you take trips or how was your kind of like, what was your day-to-day life like then? Yeah, um, it was kind of like, we were all really close. So like if I wanted to go do something, I would just like tell them and say, oh, like, is it okay if I go away for these days or whatever? And she also would have, you know, random days off too. And she'd be like, oh, if you want to do something, you can. And, you know, we can use my my parents for, for the kids if we need and blah, blah, blah. So it it worked out like really nicely. It was we were like more of a family than mm. like that sounds so nice. Yeah, I really like them a lot, and I'm uh, really close with them still. So, but uh, yeah, I think I met some other people who were doing work away when I was doing it, mm-hmm. and they like did not have as nice a time as I did. I've heard okay. some other like crazy stories, but it's just kind of like I'm. You know, you have to really be clear before you choose, like, yeah. a, someone to live with, really. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who, like, lived with somebody that had, like, nine kids. Oh and they my. were all, like, under the age of 10. And, oh. I mean, that's madness yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> hard to make. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, but I've also heard, like, really great stories, too. And, I mean, I think my story is great as well. So yeah. I would recommend, like that for anyone like traveling if you want to travel like on a budget because I didn't know where to live how to find housing like I was like isn't it so expensive in Iceland I don't know what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. so that also helped me just like get to know like okay yeah. this is where you go food shopping and this is you know the stores for the hardware and blah, like stuff like that so that was like super helpful to even like live 
in the family to just see what the daily life is like, which is the same <laughs> as the family in the U.S. <laughs> they just speak Icelandic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get kind of like an insight. And so um, you were there for three months. Yeah, about that. And then what did you do after that? Um, so this was before COVID, right? This was yes. This was this twenty nineteen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you arrived in fall of twenty nineteen. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just like me, actually. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Nice. More like ice and sisters. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> so then you had you did three months, and then basically COVID happened. Yeah. Almost. So basically, so that whole time I was like applying for jobs, like because I gotta figure out something. Like we gotta get a visa somehow. What am I gonna do after ninety days? Um. So I applied to probably over a hundred jobs, and wow. um. You know, everyone thinks that being an American is so awesome until you want to live literally anywhere else. And no one wants an American because they have to do all this paperwork and nobody wants to do all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like outrageous how much you have to like prove and stuff. Prove what? Uh, prove. Prove that they couldn't find somebody to do this job in Iceland yeah. already and that they couldn't find somebody in all of Europe to do this job. And you have to like <laughs> no show proof. One. Yeah. Wow. How do you prove that? You just have to like be good with words kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm not sure. obviously it didn't happen for me but uh so yeah I mean I applied to like over 100 jobs and it's tough like and over I'm very like overqualified for like very easy and simple jobs Mm -hmm. like I have a master's degree in everything Mm -hmm. um and I knew I wanted to live in Iceland so bad so I had a whole bunch of like backup plans so you could get a job as a glacier guide because Mm -hmm. it's like a special skill so they could say, oh, yeah, we couldn't find any Glacier Guides in Iceland. We need more. And this is a special skill. She has it. So I was like, okay, great. I'll just become to be Glacier Guide. Um, I like the outdoors and adventure anyway. This will be great. Do you know, were you a Glacier Guide before? Or did you come and then they and they trained you? <laughs> yeah, I took like all of the courses here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I took like the hard ice one in Iceland. Um, and... And then you have to take like a medical, like no company is going to hire you unless you have some type of medical like certification as well. Mm-hmm. So I did that in the U.S. because it was cheaper. And so I went, went home for Christmas mm-hmm. and New Year's with my family. And then I did this course in the U.S. And then I came back to Iceland, even though you're not supposed to, because <laughs> you're supposed to stay away for 90 days. If you come for 90 days, you stay out for 90 days. Mm. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So it's not like you can just like go away for the weekend and come back. Uh. It's like pretty intense. I, okay, I had oh, it in my so mind. Like, I was like, it's no problem. Every three months, right. just go for a trip somewhere go or something. Your mom. Yeah. It's like not yeah. the case. Yeah, you couldn't, I couldn't even like go somewhere else in the EU. It's all like the same. So you have to go back to the United States for 90 days. Yeah, or just out of Europe. So out, how out did Europe. you get back? So they're like... Is this a secret? Check. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm exposing myself right <laughs> now or not, but <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I didn't get in trouble. No. Once I did like get a flag on my passport, I think. They were like, why have you been here for so long? And I was like, well, I'm leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Um, what, I'm but, curious, yeah. what medical, what medical um, class or test did you Yeah, take? I took uh, like, oh my goodness. What did I take? Wilderness first responder. Okay, okay. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> like that course was super fun. Yeah. Like in the snow, like you're like, 
everyone, half the group will play like the victim, mm -hmm. which kind of sucks to, to be the victim. Like you think, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to be the victim. No, you don't because it's in the <laughs> snow and it's cold and you don't get to do anything but like be there and like have a broken leg or something. And you would have like burns on you, like painting all these burns. <laughs> and it was super cool, like blood everywhere. Ooh. It was kind of fun other mm -hmm. than the part that we were in the snow. But yeah, you just, like, learn how to save people in the wilderness, like, using, like, things around you and, like, what you should always have in your bag and stuff as a guide. Mm -hmm. um, so really cool stuff. A lot of people in my course wanted to be, like, ski patrol people because mm -hmm. I was in the Northeast. Um, yeah, I was the only person that was like, I'm going to Iceland to make glacier guide. Where <laughs> 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 I, like, actually should know some of these things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the course. And... Uh, once I got that, uh, a lot of people had convinced me that I would be able to get a job once I had the Glacier Guide certification and the medical thing. And I still could not get a company to hire me at all. Wow. Um, they were still like, no, American, we're not, we're not dealing with this. And so just more and more jobs. And I would just, like, do really random things to, like, get by. Like, um... I'd had photography a little bit and I would like randomly like do some housekeeping at a place that just would like let me. And um, like I sold hot dogs as well, like in a hot dog shop that doesn't exist anymore because of COVID, but it was like super popular. And that was really fun because I met a lot of tourists. Mm -hmm. And um, once they would talk to me, they were like, well, you're not from here. Like, and I get to talk to them and tell them all the places I love to travel to and, you know, help them out. So that was super fun. And I met a lot of fun people. Um, doing the hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I actually finally, like, got lucky uh, with a job. Um, I was going to be a tour guide, like, on the glacier and, like, hiking and stuff. And uh, the people called me and they were like, you know, we hired a Canadian. And if we could hire a Canadian, we can hire you. Like, this is awesome. Like, we've heard a lot of great things about you, blah, blah. Mind you, this is all way before, um, like, the TikToks and the reels and all of these things. So I'm, like, selling myself, like, personally. Yeah, so they're not – they don't know you yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People, like, think that they know my personality now because they've seen me everywhere, mm. which is my personality. Mm -hmm. I am like that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was the same day that Trump did the travel ban to Europe or, like, from Europe. And so they called me in the morning and they were like, oh, we'd love to offer you this job. Like, we're going to have all the paperwork, blah, blah. And then in the afternoon, they were like, well, we're not really sure how it's going to go. Um, like, we'll keep you updated. Like, let's just see how this plays out. This is, like, super weird. And, uh, like, as you may remember, like, the next day there was nobody in Iceland. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody ghosted. Yeah. They just left immediately. Mm -hmm. Um and they were like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to to do this anymore. We need to put it on hold. Uh, we need to let all of our employees go. So it's not just you. you yeah. Know, like, we, we can't do this at all. Oh, so it's absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. And so close. So close. And After then, going home to get this medical. All these, yeah, things, these things that I had to do. You're oh like, I'm God. ready. I'm yeah. ready for right. this job. I can do this. Mm -hmm. um, no. Uh, but I also, like panicked like because everybody else panicked I panicked and I was like I have to go home oh my gosh because I feel like I didn't like live here yet I was like I don't really have an apartment I don't have like anything I don't have the visa I can't be here which was maybe a mistake I should have just stayed um because you guys did great during COVID and I went home and I got stuck at home for all of summer and all of 20 last summer. last summer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
so 2020 somewhere where we were in real lockdown yeah like mm-hmm. super lockdown wow. yeah. and backtracking a little bit I you know wanted to live nice and sober that I had all these backup plans right so my mm-hmm. one backup plan was the glacier guide thing mm-hmm. another backup plan was oh you could have a student visa yeah. so I applied for the university mm-hmm. because it was free mm-hmm. I mean in free to me yeah. it's free yeah. Yeah. because you know it's not like tens thousands of dollars <laughs> like it is in the US you just pay like a registration fee and application fee or something so I was like okay great I'm gonna apply for the shortest program there and let's it sounds like everybody gets in so we'll just do it and so I had applied for it I got accepted like I don't know in May or something so like two months after I was you know applied for what um, learning Icelandic as a second language. Okay. At the University of I did that. Iceland. <laughs> there was a diploma. Yeah, the diploma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like I feel like this is just like the golden ticket into the country. Yeah. yeah pretty <laughs> it's much. like a one year diploma in Iceland. Like I'll learn your language. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, just for one year. Just right. like it's not a big commitment and No. And I truly used it as my ticket in. Mm. Like I absolutely took advantage of the fact that I could have a student visa and just live in Iceland. Mm-hmm. For one year? Yeah. Okay. And I don't need an education. No. Like, you know what I mean? You've never done that. So, right. It didn't, it didn't matter to me what my grades were at all. And mm-hmm. the fact that then it was COVID and then our classes are online, I was like, I can <laughs> do anything. You got anything. lucky, actually. I got gl- super lucky. <laughs> I got super lucky. They're like, you guys don't even have to come in anymore. Yeah, Kiana's like, yeah. okay, bye. <laughs> I'm out <laughs> already in Beak. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Wait, so did you graduate? <laughs> Girl, like, is this, do you have a diploma? Isn't it no, over and no. I mean, I feel really terrible saying this. Yeah. I'll just, I'll put it out there now. Yeah, yeah. I Be I honest. Said it. Let it allow. Yeah. yeah, because I do feel bad when people ask me how I did it and I say, well, I had a student visa and they're like, that's awesome. I'm going to do it. And yeah. I'm like, ah, like, don't look up to me though. <laughs> and don't do what I do. I can't stress this enough. Don't do what I do. I came with no plan. That was my plan Z and I truly use it as I take it to Iceland. Um, I mean, first semester, I... I did pretty good. I didn't, I never missed a class. Like I, I was never a bad student in my life. Like I never skipped class ever. If like good grades is a whole different thing, but I would always be there, you know, and (laughs) show up. So I like did it and I had a group of friends and we like kind of did it together. We would go to a cafe and we would do class together. It was so nice that Mm -hmm. we had that because doing it by yourself is, that's terrible online. Um, So that was super nice. And then, um, I don't know what happens. Like the group kind of fell apart, and so we would like not meet up anymore. And that's when I I lost motivation to like do things. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't care about my grade either. Like so, it was just like, oh, I pass, I pass. It's great. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care if I have a. I, I really you don't, don't, don't need don't the care. diploma. No. And mm-hmm. then the second semester, I like realized how behind I was. I was super behind. And um, then you know, COVID got really like good in Iceland or I guess bad I, I don't know yeah. you know we could go do things and they were like we're co- going back to in school class and I was like Fuck. no we're not <laughs> we are, you are. Not I'm not that. <laughs> I went to one class and I was like oh, I'm so fucked <laughs> like oh no and it just became like to a point where like writing papers and studying for presentations and tests and quizzes and stuff became way more stress for me then, like, I also 
doing work, like my own photography and all of this stuff. So I was just like, I, I can't believe I'm stressing out over this. I don't even care mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. I'm, I can't be kicked out of school anymore, so I can't lose my visa, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just stopped Mm -hmm. doing any of it because I mean I was so behind and not that this is any excuse it's all me I know I didn't put in the work and the effort I I know that but I I used it as a ticket in Mm -hmm. and once I couldn't be kicked out of school I could just fail the diploma program then I just chose to do that Mm -hmm. and I a conscious decision. It was to a very conscious decision. Diploma. And I just keep saying, you know, I ghosted it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I ghosted school. I committed to the ghosting. My friends are like, you dropped out of school. <laughs> let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> you had other priorities, clearly. Yeah. They were more important right. for you. I mean, I mean, and they were. Uh, they still are. Mm-hmm. So so the, your other priorities are photography, right? Yeah. So I am like a photographer and content creator in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, my biggest priority is really like getting myself another visa. Right. Yeah. First of all, no one is marrying me, so that visa <laughs> seems to is be that what you have going honestly. on right now? You're trying to find another visa. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yes. you're trying to find us. <laughs> you're fine, <laughs> trying to find. I know somebody. No. Anybody <laughs> out there? My name is Kiana Superpowers. I'm 28 years old. I like sushi, road trips, and espresso martinis. Oh, yeah. But I think this maybe is a good segue because I do want to get to know you a little bit better, like about who you like, about your personality. Um, <laughs> are you are you would you say you're an extrovert or an introvert or how how would you like maybe if you could describe your personality in yeah. three words or something <laughs> i don't know you can just pick. it's actually a great question um the introvert extrovert thing i definitely always thought that i was like an extroverted person and I'm sure you think that now about me as Definitely, well. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I have such a small tank of extrovertedness. And I just also need alone time. Um, and I don't like being around so many people. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm the same. I, I'm definitely like, <laughs> we are both. You're talking to two introverts that don't yeah. like being around a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely saw you as like, we were we had we had this conversation like she's probably just really outgoing and like able to hang out with all Icelandic people and have no issues and yeah but maybe we are wrong no I mean you're not wrong I'm very like friendly yeah. I think I'm easygoing like easy to get along with uh, but um, well it's kind of hard to always be outgoing when you're in a group of Icelandic people yeah, I, I can't always. Um, interject in the conversations yeah so um, how does that work for you because yeah you have a lot of icelandic friends right yeah i do <laughs> would you say <laughs> to us like, you like are the popular girl with all the icelandic friends <laughs> <laughs> we, we painted you this way we're like we're like tell me yeah, how, your how, secrets. how? <laughs> no but would you say is that is that fair to say that your friends here your friends here are icelandic mainly or yeah i mean i i have like to, not to be sound like a clicky high school person, but I have like two pretty main groups of friends, and one of them is, well, okay, there's just two halves. They're not like one group, but I have tons of Icelandic friends, and I have tons of foreign friends, mm-hmm. and you know we all have something in common, and mostly like we're content creators mm-hmm. for the most part, like most of us are. And then through that, I've met other people too, which is why I probably know a lot more people in Iceland, um, but. That's how I first met people, is I just, like, reached out to people who have similar interests in me, and lucky for me, it's a whole platform, like, based on Mm. photographers and content creators, so (laughs) I would, 
it's easy to find friends when your interest is literally like the platform. So I would just message people. Um, oh, hey, I see that you're really into photography and going on road trips and stuff. Let me know when you're going on the next trip. Like, love to hang out and stuff. And Wow, you make it sound so easy. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, hi, can we hang out? And like, <laughs> they said yes. And then you hung out. <laughs> like, it's really okay, not I do. <laughs> I do paint it nicely. I mean... I lived here that whole time where I was struggling to get a job and all that stuff. I didn't have any friends. Like I really, I was pretty alone. Um, and I once did this sound, it was felt crazy to me, but I was like, oh, it, this is brave. And I made this post on Instagram and I would just like picture of me. And I was like, hi, I'm Kiana and I love Iceland and I moved here from Boston and I have no friends. And all of you guys I'm tagging you because you're my inspiration to move to Iceland. Like you've all inspired me in some way or another. I would love to connect with you at some point. Wow. And I tagged, you know, 20 people in this post because 20 people is the max, but I could have tagged like 50. Yeah. And I think I've probably met almost all of them today, but I, that I posted that a year and a half ago and I probably didn't meet most of them for another like eight months. What did they, what was their reaction after you posted it? Or, like, tagged them in the Very post. kind. Like, it was very, very kind. Um, but it wasn't, like, immediate. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, I would love to meet you. Like, blah, 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 so brave of you. But, you know, it wasn't, like, overnight. Like, mm-hmm. it, Icelanders are kind of cold, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing, like, bad, but it's kind of... the. It's, even if I did that in, in the U.S., it would probably be, have the same results. Like, oh, that's super nice of you. <laughs> like, you're so a stranger. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not going to meet you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they did meet you. Yes, eventually they so did. So how did that happen? Were you like... <laughs> well, like, how hey, did that happen? It's, I'm here it's again. Iceland. Like, like yeah. oh, so you, you run them. into them, okay. honestly. You truly run into them. Mm. And that's how I met a, a bunch of them, by just, like, f- running them randomly, like in the middle of the country or something um like what are you doing here so weird Mm. uh but yeah then i don't know uh like just one thing kind of leads to another and as much as i like hate to say it and sound like kind of a conceited diva but like also then once i became like a little bit more popular on social media i think people are still more willing to give you the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, yeah, and you I, just put yourself out there, like yeah. that. I that, I love to that create was this. Really and this brave is what of you. I can create, Definitely. and they want to create with you. So, and also when you see them around, to go up to them and to like, I think that's also really brave. It's one thing to do it over your social media, you know, where you yeah, and another thing to just you know run into. I guess it's different if you're running into them in the middle of nowhere where there's nobody, and you're like, yeah. you <laughs> have to say we hello. We have to acknowledge yeah, exactly. each other. <laughs> in bonus, you just yeah. like go down the other aisle. That's yeah, what I would true. Do. Maybe that's the difference. Like I would go and hide, yeah. like down a different aisle, <laughs> yeah. like check out the milk for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas other people just say hi. It's really not that difficult, I guess. No. Actually, okay, but that, okay. So going back to like this introvert, extrovert thing. Mm-hmm. So... First of all, all of these people were like celebrities to me. Whether they were celebrities or not, to me, they were like huge reasons why I moved to Iceland. I mean, that's a massive thing. Yeah, wow. And yeah. so to me, I like just looked up to all these people. And so when I saw them, I was like starstruck, you know? And, like, <laughs> I can't believe that I've been in your real life. And now I'm, I'm like, I can't believe that we're friends. Like, this is so surreal. Sometimes I just like look around at a party and I'm like, oh, I, I would have never ever in a million years like thought I would be surrounded by such like talented people and people I look up to so much 
Um, and that you have so much in common with as well. Yeah. Wow. It's it's crazy. And they and probably look up to you too. I, so when you're talking about running away in the store, yeah. I uh, I don't know why this happens, but w- so when someone comes up to me in at the store yeah. and they're like, oh, I see you on TikTok, I panic. <laughs> I'm like, where's the milk? <laughs> I think you could buy it. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm just way... I don't know. I don't know why. So do people come up to you often? Uh, it's definitely more often now that I don't have to wear masks. Oh, um, safety net is yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> I um, but I, I always, obviously, welcome it. I've been that person like, oh my gosh, I love your work. And I, I think you're like a really cool person. I'd love to meet you. And so... I, I don't know why I just got super embarrassed, but I'm always like very friendly about it. It's probably just really <laughs> surreal, like have people that you don't know who clearly know a lot about you. It's also you. a little bit, you know, there's a lot on TikTok. I <laughs> have put out a lot of things and like, oh, and when they just say, you're the TikTok girl, I'm like, mm, which TikTok am I? <laughs> which one have you seen? Like, maybe the you TikTok don't like girl. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I put a lot of stuff for like, how bad it is dating in Iceland. This is a good segue. Since you brought it up, (laughs) (laughs) we were hoping you would. (laughs) We want to know what the date, what dating life is like here. How's it been? I would also love to know. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? (laughs) What is dating in Reykjavik? Confusing. I used to, Reykjavik used to be called like Chlamydia City. (laughs) I've heard that. Isn't it still? Yeah, I don't know if that's changed. (laughs) So let's just not date. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, How's it going for you? Not well, (laughs) I don't think, but. I saw one thing that you did on TikTok (laughs) on that person. Was it, did you didn't you um, make a post and you were like, hey, like, I'm basically dating. Um, if anyone wants to come on a date, like a road trip, like please <laughs> let me know. And like, how did that go? Was that like? Well, I had to see it through because I put it on TikTok. Yeah. I immediately had regretted that I did that be- because <laughs> I, I had like, to follow wow. up. You know, with yeah. It. People were looking for the content, probably. right? Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean. The dating content does like the best. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> on TikTok. So that's the only reason why I like always like lean into it. I don't always lean into it. I sometimes do, but when I do, I definitely lean into it. Um why did I do that? I think I did that because I was like just ending something with somebody and ah. I was like a little bit revenge or something. <laughs> it was so a stupid of me. Date. Like <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it was just me being in a vulnerable place and making a stupid decision. But, but I don't think it was like it looked really co- it looked badass to me. I was like, oh, yes, thanks. yeah. So I mean, I did it, and I uh, for everybody listening, I made a TikTok that was just like, "Hey, I'm Kiana, and I'm single, so I'd love to like go on a date with somebody who likes the same things as me. Like, let's go, like stitch this and mm-hmm. tell me what we would do. I like to do X, Y, and Z." And I'm 20 years old and I live in Reykjavik. And yeah, that's like the criteria. You have to be a guy. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um, Apology. <laughs> <coughs> and I knew by like saying like you have to stitch this, like it would like lower the playing field, not lower, like minimize the playing field because you have to stitch it. And to stitch that, you have to be pretty freaking brave like to go on tiktok and make a video and then so you're already you know not getting that many people to do it 
And but is that something that you would like in a person? Somebody who has like, who's brave enough to do it? Or? Okay, again, there was like zero thought <laughs> before I, I did this. But once I did it, I was like, oh, this is just like interesting. Like at this point, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'm sure probably won't marry this person, but like it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did get like a lot of messages um, on Instagram because you can't like DM on TikTok or so I don't know um, which automatically disqualifies you because you have to stitch it mm-hmm. uh, so, I was very clear in yes. the rules what does stitch mean I'm like the 80 year old here in the corner <laughs> I'm like stitching it <laughs> <laughs> well, I think stitching on TikTok is when you take um, like the first part of someone's video or you could take I think the whole video mm-hmm. and you make kind of a response video to it so either mm-hmm. your videos are like side by side yeah. and you're doing a response or it's like the first five seconds of a video and then you go it's most popular scene is like tell me you've been to Iceland without telling me you've been to and then mm. somebody else like jumps yeah. in you know yeah okay now I, yeah I get it yeah got it are you sure so, okay <laughs> should we go over it again Sonia no I, I got it <laughs> I got it <laughs> got it um yeah so stitch this you know mm-hmm. so and that way I can like follow through or, like see it I think you can follow stitches whatever so yeah I got some people, and I don't remember how many I got, but it was, like, more than I thought I would get. I thought I would get, like, one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I got a handful, and I just picked, like, the one that I thought I would like the most, like, mm-hmm. the activity-wise. Mm-hmm. What activity was it? Uh, Just, like, go for, I think he said, like, a road trip or something, mm-hmm. or a hike or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so we did. We met up, and we, like, got lunch, and then... We went for a hike that I, a place I've never been, so it was like bonus points. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is awesome! I've never been here." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we are friends now. <laughs> 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 I mean, we've like hung out a couple times, and we've you just it's ice, and we've seen each other mm-hmm. around to yeah. volcano, classic place to run yeah. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See everyone at the volcano. Uh, yeah, and I. <laughs> Okay, classic Iceland. I'm so exposing myself. <laughs> I ran into him at the volcano when I was on a date with another guy at the volcano. <laughs> and we all walked back together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is probably one of the most Icelandic things yeah. I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> like, I was like dying. just running into people you dated and then just, yeah, being friends. Everyone just being friends yeah, together. Cool. Anyways, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you would get upset every time you walked into somebody that you've, you know, it's a small yeah, place. Yeah, don't like, live in this country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm such a, when I like somebody, I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. If I have, like, a real relationship here or, or something like that, then it's hard for me to, like, see yeah. them or something like that. But Definitely. I feel like Icelandic people are a bit maybe desensitized to this. But people from the States, it's like, we don't have to deal with that. Like, yeah. you can just, like, leave <laughs> the you know the town and never see them again right. and never have to run into them but like having to run into an ex like just oh when painful. you're not prepared for it can be so painful yeah okay. i feel for even my like boyfriend if he has to i'm like oh, please let's not <laughs> like it's like it's i can't like, take yeah. it yeah i uh, maybe lied a little bit oh when i moved to iceland i did know one person mm-hmm it was somebody I had dated. Okay. Um, we like long distance dated, but we weren't together when I moved to Iceland. Like, and we weren't together when I decided to. We weren't even speaking. Was he Icelandic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so how, how did did you meet him on your trip? Yeah. Okay. I did. Wow. So you had like a long distance thing from when you first came. Yeah. Wow. Were you first here for? Was it then when you went home in the summer or like? 
first you, first trip to Iceland. First trip to Iceland. Okay, so it yeah, was like, like a ten days. it was like kind of like a love at first sight kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was. And a holiday romance. <laughs> yes. Passionate holiday romance. Like the fairy tale stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Obviously I played it up way more in my head than it probably was in real life. Mm-hmm. But it was like definitely like storytelling. Anyway, the whole point of that was to say when I did move back, we did like get together again mm-hmm. and we did date and we broke up again. Um but I like ran into him on in downtown during I don't know, like October or something like months after we did it I'm not over him because I'm like hopeless romantic whatever mm-hmm. and I was walking home from a date that I got stood up on no like, for the second time that week like I what? got stood up twice by two different people like they just didn't sh- go and so I was walking home just like already like you know down about it and I run in to him and he's holding hands with this another girl no, no. And mm. I just, oh. Did you, like, speak? No, I couldn't, like, form any words. Yeah. I literally just uh, turned and ran away. Oh, mm. my God, that's horrible. Yeah, He saw me, so. Yeah. I, like, ran right into him, and I was like. <laughs> and you're like, just, yeah. fucking great timing. Yeah. So. But I I'm cried sorry. the rest of the way home. It's fine. No, it's, like, no big. <laughs> it's totally good. <laughs> totally, totally fine. Like, totally literally fine. not a problem. <laughs> But hold on, I want to go back to the people who stood you up. What's that about? Did what they, is that about? Did they just not show up? And then what? Did you <laughs> message them and say, what's going on? Like, yeah. are you going to come? I um, bet they were intimidated. I bet they started like overthinking and were intimidated or something like that. That's my guess. Well, in both instances, I remember one way more than the other because I have a terrible memory. But um, both instances, I know that they had asked me to hang out. And right. So, so it's like, yeah. Um, and I said, yes. And like, we're going to meet at the cafe, blah, blah. And I remember like uh, one of them, I was like, OK, let's go meet at this cafe. I had never been to and I've been seeing it and I wanted to go to. We set a time and I went and like realized it wasn't open until like later in the afternoon. I was like, oh, whoops. Like, we'll just go to this one across the street. And I like, texted him like, oh, sorry, it's not open. Like, I'm at this one. And I had brought like my backpack and everything so I could work. Um which was very smart. I don't know what like brought me a, a to little, do that. Yeah. I would have never randomly done that, but I just thought, oh, I'm at a cafe. If it goes short or something, then I'll stay and keep working. I don't know. But so I just, you know, started working in this cafe and like waiting for him. No response, no response, no response. Like literally three hours later. I mean, I just was like, I didn't care that much no, at the time. But it's but just was, really weird behavior. Yeah, super weird. And yeah, he didn't even like, was, wasn't even reading the message or anything. And then, like, maybe two or three hours later, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I went to the cafe early and saw that it was closed. So I thought you were, like, playing a joke on me. And yeah, so I as left. If. Yeah, no, I don't buy it. I know. I'm like, are you six? Yeah. What, the f- <laughs> what is your deal? You're playing tricks on me? Yeah, yeah he's like, but she I was- pranked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be an adult. <laughs> I was so obviously I was so over that and he was just like I'd love to make it up to you with blah blah I'm like you no, you don't no. even get it are no. you kidding? Yeah. Like what time waster. Yeah. Seriously. I feel like it's kind of at least from what I've heard, it's pretty uncommon to date, like just go to a coffee shop. I feel like the typical dating in Iceland is like yeah. meeting at a bar and just going home together. So like Yeah, so yeah, I think that's maybe yeah. Maybe people don't know the rules. They yeah. don't know that you're supposed to show up. I know. I have <laughs> a time. hard time with these rules, though. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know, you know, you're like mm-hmm. from the U.S. Yeah. basically, and we don't like just like sleep with people. No, like I mean, that's like a very <laughs> I don't know. We're so classy. Yeah, you know? we're so classy. <laughs> we don't just. Exactly. I mean, if you're like hooking up with somebody randomly, it's kind of like a. You, not gonna call them again. No, yeah. yeah, okay. So yeah. they get categorized. If it's like a one night thing, then it stays like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I feel like very rarely is it it moves on from like a one night thing. Yeah. And if it is, you're just always like a booty call person. Mm-hmm. You're never it's never anything. Very true. So but here that's like all it is. Mm-hmm. It's as uh, in like what do you mean all it is? As in that's how people date or No, it's like kind of the beginning of a relationship. Of, yeah, it's the beginning of dating. You meet at the bar and you like sleep together and like sex is nothing in, in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Everybody has it all the time. Chlamydia city. With everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually miss that's one thing I like I think that's one thing I do miss about the States. It's like the <laughs> date. Yeah. Dating. The old yeah. And it's not even old fashioned. It's just like we still meet online, like yeah. you know, it's still how yeah. you meet people, like on Tinder and Bumble on Hinge, whatever. But you go out soberly, yeah. kind of like maybe you go for dinner and drinks or mm-hmm. something, but you don't like meet at the bar. No, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, exactly. But I want to know a little bit more about like when you're in. So when you're in a social setting and you're with all Icelandic people, does everyone speak English or like? Do they switch off? And then when they switch off, how do you feel about it? And, like, I kind of want to know how you feel in these, like, all Icelandic settings, Um, socializing. So I'd like to just start off by saying I'm very grateful and fortunate for all of my Icelandic friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love them so much. Like, they're such – it's so awesome that, like, I have such good friends that, like, when we speak different languages, obviously they can also speak English, but, like, it's just crazy to me that, like, you can connect on that level. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. wild. Um, but I do definitely ha- struggle in social settings a lot. Uh, they will speak English because I'm there. But a lot of the time, it's just, it's natural for if you're speaking together, like, to speak Icelandic. Mm-hmm. And so even yeah. if it's just like a little, like, thing on the side to, to an, uh, your friend, you say mm-hmm. something Icelandic, and then it's just, it's downhill from there than everybody's speaking Icelandic. Yeah. And it's so quick to switch. And, um, and I always feel bad being like, can we speak English? Like, mm-hmm. I never, I almost never ask to switch. Mm-hmm. I'll just sit there and just smile. Or like whatever. a potato. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we have talked about this yeah. a lot. And yeah. how it, it, it's also, we've talked about how it can be difficult also when everyone's speaking English just for you. You feel like you have to be engaged in the conversation, like, yeah, all the time. Yes. Because everyone is speaking English because for of you. For me, yeah. yeah. Mm. I totally know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I normally, like, don't even, like, look at my phone when I'm with people mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. but I t- definitely can't, like, be <laughs> bored for a second if, yeah. like, the because then you're, you lose it for a second and they'll go back to Icelandic you know and um it's tough because uh you know they'll maybe maybe speak Icelandic and then be like oh well so we were just talking about this like you know he he was telling us a story and I'm like I hate that you're now just you have to repeat everything yeah yeah. just maybe then don't fill me in and I don't know Mm -hmm. like should I leave like I just I feel bad yeah and but also at the same time um know if i ask oh like what are you guys talking about like, oh just something about you know last weekend or whatever i'm like yeah it's even though it doesn't have anything to do with me i now have no opportunity to add exactly to the conversation exactly. or to jump wow. in or mm-hmm. anything and it, i feel like 
bad in so many ways. Like, mm-hmm. one, that I can't even meet you halfway yeah. and, like, <laughs> try to have the conversation in Icelandic um, with you. And just maybe it's a bad conversation, but I can't try at all, mm-hmm. um, which is my fault because I, like, don't spend that much time, like, trying to learn it yet. And... Then, we we yeah. have been trying to, or I've been trying to learn for like four and a half years. Oh and I still feel this way. And like, I had a mom who spoke Icelandic to me too. And like, I have Icelandic family. So, and I'm still feeling like it's really difficult to wow. be like fully engaged in conversations and like be able to be myself. Yeah. So like, do not, yeah. do not like, I, yeah, it's really, really It's tough. super difficult. I definitely feel like I can understand mm-hmm. uh, way more than I can speak. I mean, I can hardly speak. That makes a big difference when at least you can get a sense of what people are talking about. Yeah. That helps a lot, I think. Yeah. I, I can usually start with getting it. And then mm-hmm. also because, you know, like they sprinkle, sprinkle in like English words yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's, it's just so funny <laughs> how that happens. Yeah. And then I can like kind of catch on. So it's, yeah. I'm just very observant in that way. But um, yeah, it's kind of, it's a super bummer. Yeah. For sure. And, like, I don't know, and you you may look at me and think, oh, she's so cool, like, hanging out with all of these cool people and at, at these parties and stuff, but I, like, I feel often, like, really alone at yeah. them because yeah. I have mm-hmm. no idea what's going on. And, mm-hmm. like, they're playing games, and I truly oh. cannot engage in this game yeah. because no. I don't know what's happening at all. Yeah, wow. It's I really resonate with that. It's like when you're at these big events when you feel the most lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like yeah. and like the karaoke from the nineties comes on mm. and everyone oh. knows the words and you're like mm-hmm. abort, 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 abort. <laughs> <laughs> when they start to sing songs that everybody in the room knows and you're just like lip singing to yourself. Like I'm just like I, I have to leave. Like I can't be here, like really. I truly I'm just gonna, yeah. you know, you know, dig a hole for myself yeah. and <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But, it's hard. But how yeah. do you get through those situations? You keep going to the <sighs> events because I've, for me, I've set really strict boundaries for myself. Like if it comes to the day and I'm not feeling it, if I'm not feeling 100 percent, mm-hmm. I don't go. And I've like given myself the permission to say, no, I'm not coming to that event. Sorry. And like yeah. without having to excuse myself because like the pain and of the loneliness that you f- can feel at these events is real. And it like, for me at least, it lasts for like a few days. Yes. And suddenly it like, it like rocks your world a little bit. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm not as like settled and comfortable as I thought I was. Mm -hmm. So I've just, I've, you know, given myself that permission to be like, no, no, not today. Yeah. Maybe next time. I mean, I um, like look up to you in that way. I think that I'm like, I always try to say yes to people, first of all, like people pleaser by Mm -hmm. nature. But I think that I'm getting to that point where yeah. I'm like, I, that sounds really fun, but I think I'm just not going to go. Especially, I I know that, like, some people, don't, they won't speak English around me. Or, like, I have some friends who are better than others, mm-hmm. you know, about making sure we're speaking English or always changing back to English or something. Is that because they want to, you to get used to Icelandic? Or is no, it... Uh... it's... They, like, you know, how it, it the conversation will change like yeah. every once in a while mm-hmm. and there I just have some people who are like quick to be like, no, let's uh, go back to English yeah. so that I'm involved. Oh, it's nice to have those kinds yeah, of Yeah, yeah. So I... And I have some friends who d- aren't like that <laughs> and they'll just want to say something it's Icelandic mm-hmm. and I feel like super left out. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, as you're saying, it just, it really... 
drains you mm-hmm. yeah. and for days yeah. and you feel right? like you... it is for days yeah because mm-hmm. i was like i must be really really sensitive to this because <laughs> I, I was like i was like okay it's wednesday the party was on saturday <laughs> and i'm still obsessing about this mm-hmm. but it is a, like it's a big a, yeah like it, yeah for it's, me it's like it's, it's, a, it's a big shock i think it's this like crazy thing because we're um adults mm. you know and you are meant to understand everything like we are fully educated people and we're intelligent and smart and we can have these things but then you put in the setting and you tr- feel like you're two years old yeah. where you have no control over anything <laughs> and you just you want to cry in a anything. corner <laughs> i literally i like i'm tearing up a little bit right now yeah um but yeah it's just in your it it like really humbles you in like mm-hmm. a terrible way <laughs> in the worst way yeah, yeah yeah i guess also when you're moving to a new country you're like building a new identity for yourself mm-hmm. you know because you've often given up a lot of stuff at home yeah and you're coming and you're like right i'm gonna reinvent myself and then you come to a situation like that where you can't even get the most basic aspects of your identity across yeah mm-hmm. and i think it's a real like Knock to the ego, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely. You're like, wow, I thought I was much cooler than I am right I now. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Definitely. I have some, I, I don't know, you you meet some people sometimes who are like, why don't you try harder to, like, learn? I said, like, if you really want to live here, like, you should take classes and, like, be, like, try more, like, you know, you're never going to be fully here if you don't. <laughs> you're never going to fully, like, live in Iceland if you can't speak it so try harder mm-hmm. like do more mm-hmm. and I'm and as you were saying like you move to another country and you're already doing so much like mm-hmm. I'm already like I don't know where I go to the doctor like yeah. I, I'm like trying to figure out so many things mm-hmm. that that's a little bit of like my last mm-hmm. like priority like yeah. I need to like figure out how to make money and how to like get a car and mm-hmm. how to eat and feed myself and just basic things that we've taken for granted all the time, like even if you're just like, oh, I, I want to make this thing and I need construction paper. Yeah. Yes. In my oh mind, my I'm like, oh, I just go to CVS, get some construction. And I'm like, here, I'm like, where the fuck do I go to get construction paper? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. And how do I even. What is construction that out? paper in yeah. Icelandic? Yeah. 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 Like, and it's like not a, a thing you can search on Google, really. No. Like, no. so anyway, I think that, I mean, and this isn't everybody, it's a very small, like, handful of people, but it's, they don't realize, like, everything that you're like going through like mm-hmm. and you never truly feel comfortable maybe unless you're just at home like literally in your house or like you're better something because maybe you're having an off day and you miss home or something and you just want to be comforted by things that you know you just want to go to the grocery store and buy your comfort foods yeah well like on your way to the grocery store you've seen a hundred signs that you don't know what they say and yeah. you walk into the grocery store and you don't know what anything is because it's all in different language and it's truly not comforting something mm-hmm. that you wanted to be comforting suddenly isn't anymore yeah. and it's super difficult um yeah and especially as someone who like grew up as a huge like family person always seeing my family like on the weekends and stuff and we have a summer home and i can definitely relate to all this icelandic summer house stuff like mm-hmm. everyone has it and they go away with their families on the weekend and mm-hmm. oh well I, I can't deny it i'm going to my mom's for dinner and i'm like oh i would oh. Like, love to go see my mom for dinner yeah. so do you get homesick 
Yeah, I think like more in the summertime, I've definitely gotten like homesick because of this summer house thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone is, you know, going to their summer house. And and we, my family does have a summer house Mm -hmm. and we go every weekend and Mm -hmm. I've gone my entire life. Yeah. So So you get it. Yeah. And to not go, I just, it bums me out a lot. Yeah. It really does. It makes it also harder that everyone around you is seeing their family all the time. Yeah. And that I think that is also something that's difficult about Iceland is that uh, people that grow up here, they have their like friends from childhood, they have their family, they have their safety net here. Mm-hmm. And I think in the states at least when you're in a big city, we're used to being around other people that don't have it like so it, like we yeah. all kind of become each other's safety net quicker. That's so but true. But then when you're living here, it's kind of, you know, they they already have their safety net and you have yeah. to just go and see them going to theirs and it it can be yeah, that can be lonely. Hurtful, yeah, make yeah. you feel lonely. Miss your family. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, and you know, people complain about it, you know, too. And you're like, I've been, well, like, complain okay. about oh god, I, I have to, to go for yeah, dinner. I need like, to, like, yeah. yeah, and like, oh, kill just to go be able to do that. And at the same time, everyone's like, you will. You made the choice to like live here, and I'm like, and yeah, I love well, it, but not, also yeah. it's difficult, yeah. right? Um, it's it's super hard. I have two brothers mm. who are we're all very close. And yeah, and my parents are like getting older too as well. And oh, that's hard. Yeah, it's so hard. We have two dogs, um, but I feel like if like a lot of time goes by or something, and then I see my dad for you know in person for the first time in a while or something, and he's like looks older, I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah, like, I'm away from my family. I need to be there. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, and COVID made that harder as well. Yeah, it's for like, sure. Because you could have been going home, you know, much more often. Right. Like, I didn't plan to not go home for Christmas. No. And I was stuck here for Christmas, yeah. like, alone, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I, um, how was that? It was, I am very thankful for everybody in my life around Christmas time. Um, good friend of mine, like, brought me to his house yeah. and uh, for his family dinner. Oh, that is so nice. Yeah. And then, and then, but there's two days of Christmas here. I was like, oh, I'm not just alone for one day. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Rub it in. You're like, I'll go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, it's done. It's like, yeah. not bad. Oh my God. Um, yeah. But I was uh, like seeing a guy at the time and he um, like hung out with me and yeah, made sure I was doing all right. And it was really nice. Yeah. Um, still but, hard though. Yeah, still hard. Yeah. But I feel like this Christmas was probably a lot of people were in this situation. It's like it's so yeah. COVID really, I feel like for expats and foreigners living in other countries, COVID has really you know shown us how much we can like just adapt to the yeah, situation and how much stronger sure. maybe we are than we thought. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. And I feel like I feel like the okay. So it's super funny that you say that I have like all these Icelandic friends and stuff um, and from the that, outside yeah and that. that you say that foreigners like they're very tight mm-hmm. and in Iceland I, f- I feel at you, least. you mean the foreign community is tight yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. with each other mm-hmm. yeah and um, I have been hanging out with only Icelanders for so long and I only just got into like the group of friends that are foreigners and I feel left out like of the foreign with, crowds. Yeah, I feel like a little bit like, oh, they're so close and I'm not. And I, because I haven't always been there mm-hmm. be, for like, you know, all of these holidays that we all just got, everyone got super close for because they were all alone. Mm-hmm. But I like had Icelanders to take me in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, I, like, oh, I had an Icelander. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm so happy for that. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like. And were these friends really that nice. you studied with? No. The foreign crowd? or No, not at all. 
they're just people that you've met yeah. along the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just um, like they're pretty much all content creators. Okay. We all have same same interests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're like so close, and sometimes I feel like <laughs> like a little bit. Oh, I wish I was like as close as you guys. Yeah. But um. It's not always a language thing. It's also no, just it's like not always. But um, but I mean, like we're getting there because also I've, with all of these, you know, parties that can now happen. There's all more opportunities for mm -hmm. me to be mm -hmm. left out in oh, quotes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I kind of want to hang out with you guys. Like mm -hmm. we never have a problem. I never feel like I do. I don't feel. I certainly don't feel left out when I hang out with them. No. I can just see that they're super close. Yeah. yeah. And I think that there's like something comforting in that though mm -hmm. because. Yeah. It is really nice to see that foreigners can be so close in another mm -hmm. country. Yeah, you have like a shared experience. I think yeah. like when when I moved here, like I definitely felt the need. I I felt that I got really close with my people really quickly. Yeah. Because you like, you have to. They're like the only people that you have. So you're like, right. we need to look out for each other. You kind of are experiencing, experiencing the same things and you kind of like bond over that. Yeah. And I f find that it's super easy to make friends in Iceland. Um as far as like foreigners go, because we've all moved here for the same reason. Mm -hmm. We all just like love we it. We love here. Iceland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't move here because of really anything else. Mm -hmm. Like no. you better love it a lot to want to move here because it's a hard I guess some place people marry live. Icelanders. I guess yeah, there's that. And then maybe they don't have the choice. And then maybe they don't like it as much. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd fall in love with Iceland. Surely you would fall in love with Iceland. Right? That's what I think mm. at least um but i mean i've met people who don't yeah and even icelanders you know mm -hmm. i guess the weather's probably difficult for some people oh my god it, it's difficult for me the, the yeah. weather is difficult <laughs> period yeah <laughs> and the darkness and and the light yeah the light <laughs> light oh. and i definitely that small town vibe i totally love it sometimes there are other times where i absolutely hate it i'm yeah. like oh my god i need to get out like mm -hmm. i have like, if I haven't gone, like, out on a road trip or something in a while and I've just been driving around Reykjavik for, like, a month, I'm like, oh, my God. This place <laughs> is so small. I've done the whole thing, like, so many times in a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. how how could I, like, I can't believe, like, like, people grow up here and they don't move away. And stay, mm -hmm. yeah. That's crazy to me. Um. So when you get, like, cabin fever, like, when you're tired of Reykjavik, I see a lot, I saw a post that you did that you go solo traveling a lot. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't. It, I hate solo traveling. Really? Because I just like to share experiences. Yeah, but isn't it a different experience to go by yourself and do it by yourself? Definitely, it is, and I am so glad that I have done it because it's like really empowered me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, just to know that I can do it. Mm -hmm. Like I know that I've done this crazy, like brave thing, quit my jobs with everything, went to Iceland, yeah. but I still am like, oh my god, I can't go on a road trip by myself. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> but, need a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't do this alone. Um, but it is very empowering to go and do something by yourself and like yeah just like be alone and travel and do everything on your own time mm -hmm. and you don't need to be like are you hungry should we eat mm -hmm. no you're hungry eat yeah. like make, yeah. make a decision for yourself um so what can you take us through one of your solo trips that oh you've been Jesus. on Jesus. yeah you remember okay well my last trip to the west fjords uh oh, that I was a good one <laughs> i know yeah, it's yeah. beautiful yeah, um, I didn't like mean for it to be alone. Like I definitely like had asked people to come mm -hmm. on it. Um, and I just got no takers. But uh, okay, I'll go along then. So it's <laughs> definitely me. Um, <laughs> um, but I actually, it was so awesome. Like 
being alone because I could literally do whatever I wanted. And mm. I did like the craziest thing. Like I slept in the daytime and, you know, adventured at night. Oh my God, I'm desperate to do that. Yeah, which was awesome. And I feel like that would have been hard for me to convince somebody else to do. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't like plan to do it. I honestly went into this trip, no plan. Mm-hmm. Um, literally nothing. And uh, I just like, because it doesn't get dark. There's just no cues for you to be like, it's dinner time. You should get ready for bed. Like, yeah. fresh. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. until you just like are hit with like exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like two o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh my God, I should eat something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just kept going, going, and going because there's light and it's beautiful. And I'm like, let's go to the next place then. Kind of okay. gives you energy as well. Yeah, totally. So. I mean, I get the whole, like, summer thing in Iceland. Like, yeah, it's great. Uh, but, yeah, I did it by accident. Like, after the first day, I was up till like, 3, 4 in the morning. And then I was like, oh, let's just, you know what, this actually works. Yeah. Because there's um, better light. Like, I'm always, you know, searching for good light for photography. So it, it was, um, I can't believe I'm complaining about this, but it was so sunny and beautiful when I went. But it's really bad for photography yeah. when it's <laughs> so sunny. Um, so I just, you know, was going around during the golden hours and sunsets and sunrise and stuff like that. Um, and it was so awesome. I I really liked it. I love that. I th- in the in the summer, the sun stays low for so long. You get golden hour for like three or four hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's magnificent. Yeah. It's awesome. You camp when you're traveling, typically. Or um, how do you... It's a combination. It's always different. It's always different. So that's this one I had a camper van. Okay. And I just slept in my camper van. Did you like doing this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't have to like be super organized, you know. Mm-hmm. You yeah, could yeah. just throw all of your stuff like, yeah. all over the place. Um, you don't ever have to like pack the bag, you know, and move to another location. Um, but yeah, I, I did really like it. Because, I mean, it's super like you have everything. Like you have running water. I brought a little mirror. Like um, I don't mind like in nature if I have to mm-hmm. plus you can go anywhere there's like towns and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh, I really liked that that was my first solo camper van mm-hmm. trip okay um, but I think my other ones oh my gosh I don't know I, I would maybe just stay at places or like be so crazy and sleep in my car mm-hmm. You've honestly inspired me. I really, I'm like craving to go on a solo trip like yeah. that. Are I wanna, you? Yeah, I want to just go. Mm-hmm. I did a mini one last weekend and I like, I felt really good about it. Yeah. It was kind of, like you say, it's empowering to just go. It totally like, is. You're by yourself and it's only you yeah. and you have to come to terms with that in some way. Right. And like, I really don't want to be lonely when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I can, I sometimes feel myself like falling into that trap. And I have to like convince myself, you know, you're alone. You're not lonely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah definitely. But I have a technical question. Yeah. When you're on solo trips, how do you take pictures of yourself? Yeah. Um, great question. So those are my two downsides. Uh, my That's one down of two downsides mm-hmm. <laughs> of going solo is one. I just love like photos and stuff, whether they're of me or not. Mm. Um I like the person element in them, especially in Iceland where everything is so dramatic. Yeah. It just makes sense to have a person. Um, and yeah, you can't always capture that. But, and then the other thing is that I just love to share experiences. So if I'm going somewhere new too, I'm just like, 
I just wish somebody else was here. Like I yeah, now like, I only this? have this memory with myself. Yeah. yeah, I can never be like, remember that time we went? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I love doing that, and I can't do that. But anyway, I have a tripod, mm-hmm. um, and I'll just set it up like on a self timer or something. Or if there's somebody around, I will attempt to like guide them with what I want. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, can I take a picture of you doing this? Because I want this picture and I'm just going to show you what I like. So I'll take it of them and okay. show them and give them all this direction. Like, oh, you see the sky is here and I have a little bit of grass. Do you see how all this works? And if you hold the button down halfway, like, you know, try to give as much direction as I can. Mm-hmm. I've done it so many times that I know everything You're good at getting, said. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it, you know, doesn't turn out how you mm. want it to be. But I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I think I posted like my first picture from the uh, solo trip, and I, you know, had said I was solo, and everyone messaged me like my friends were like, "Yeah, I bet." Like, who are you really with? Like, who's sitting <laughs> there with you? And I was like, "No, act like actually, the one hundred percent solo." Yeah, literally nobody's here. <laughs> Maybe I have one kind of just quick last question. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, do you are you good at keeping in contact with your friends from home, or do you find this difficult? Or um, I find it super easy if they're on Instagram. Yeah, yeah <laughs> because yeah. I mean, you must do this. I don't know if you do the same. I mm-hmm. send you know memes, funny videos yeah. all the time yeah. to people, um, and I send it to my friends a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like I'd communicating through memes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I feel like that's like the millennial friendship, yeah. right? Like yeah. you, you see, just sending each other memes, and yeah. you, you're good. Like you haven't spoken in months, but you know, you but you've laughed memes. over the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely uh, like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I want like more people to come and visit me, mm-hmm. and I obviously can't put any pressure on anybody for the past year because no, yeah. couldn't come. But um, I wish that more people would come and visit me, and I wish that my family would come and visit me. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, it would be really great. Um, hopefully soon. Yeah. Now that things are getting better. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and, you know, FaceTime is like a lifesaver. Oh, yeah, FaceTime yeah. is the best. So that has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I do a yeah. decent mm-hmm. job. Yeah. I, like, suck at texting. Mm-hmm. I just is, like... I know it's not a personality trait to not be good at texting, but I just am. But it kind of also is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, people that know me, like, if I don't respond, they know, just just send another message. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not ignoring you. I, I have such a terrible memory. Like, I just definitely read it and forgot. Or, like, I was doing a lot of things when you sent the message, mm-hmm. and it just went out the window for me. Like, mm-hmm. I am so bad at at that. Um so I, I always feel bad too. Like I feel like you messaged me like, what time can you come? And I like didn't respond and I knew I was going to, but I wasn't ready yet. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm also not very good at texting. So I'm also very forgiving of other people when they don't like text me back. <laughs> me too. I'm like, I understand what's going on here. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I like reply in my head. Yeah. Never actually send anything. Yeah. And then I'm like, I feel like I've replied. And then like a week later, I'll be like, oh. The worst is when you have responded mm-hmm. and you didn't press send. Oh, I don't know if that happens yeah. to you, yes. but it actually happens to me like an embarrassing amount of times. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I, it didn't press send. They're like, yeah, sure. Oh my God, literally, I screenshot this. Like, <laughs> I went to go and text you about something else and realized I never sent that. Like, I don't know about But yeah. Um, yeah. Friends yeah. back home, they're good. Yeah. And, and uh, although I do 
have like some trouble sometimes. People are like, well, what are you doing in Iceland? Like, they don't get it. Like, they've never been. What's your daily life or? Just like, why? Why would you leave America? Because America is so great. You know, like we have everything. And why would you go to Iceland? Because nobody knows. Like, it's the same. Like, I don't know. We also have everything. Yeah. Mm and they just, they don't know why I would leave. And then they also, I'm also, we're that age where, you know, half the people you know are on TikTok and half the people are too cool for TikTok. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm like big on TikTok yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, actually, you know, like I'm this huge TikTok person. So are you like, like trying to exp- are you trying to explain <laughs> that to your home friends? Be like, I'm kind of a big deal in Iceland <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm like, guess what? This is like, this is crazy, but like, they call me the TikTok girl. Uh, and they're like, that's so stupid. They, yeah. And they don't want to hear about it. Like they don't they don't care. Which is a really a bummer mm-hmm. because it's, you know, content creating is my whole life here. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't a content creator before I moved to Iceland. I didn't even own a camera. So Really? Yeah. Okay, so you didn't you didn't have a following or anything before you came to Iceland? No, no, no. Wow, I didn't know that. I yeah. kind of thought that you had set that up before you arrived. Oh, no. So I wasn't even a photographer. I, um, as I was saying, I like saw these people on Instagram, all mm. these like, uh, like Iceland influencers, I guess. And I was like, how do they road trip all the time? That's so cool. And then I stalked the crap out of their lives. And I was like, oh, they're all photographers. I guess everybody in Iceland is a photographer. <laughs> I, they must be because that's all I knew about Iceland was just what I saw on Instagram and everyone on Instagram was a photographer. So yeah. I was like, I better get a camera. And I just taught myself photography with YouTube and courses and whatever. Awesome. And does it pay the bills? Yeah, yes. it's I'm like literally a full-time content creator here. Wow. Yeah. As well as now, um, I also help people like plan their trips to Iceland. Yeah. Which is pretty fun, which I probably wouldn't have the opportunity if I wasn't a content creator. You know, they wouldn't know that I could do that. Okay. This might be a dumb question. No, how, how do you make money as a content, tra- con- con- content creator? Content creator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's not a dumb question. So uh, I do a lot of like commercial photography mm-hmm. that you just don't see. I just don't post about it because it's not really what my brand is on social media. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my whole thing is like traveling in Iceland and Iceland tips or whatever, not like shooting for Pepsi Max or something like that. Like Okay, so you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And did you reach out to the brands or did they kind of find you? Um, it's kind of a mix of both mm-hmm. that happens. Um, especially in Iceland, it's like a lot of word of mouth, I feel. Um, so I'll maybe like work for one company and they'll... Uh, like know somebody mm-hmm. else and show them my work because they're super happy with it and then that comes like oh I saw your work from this company like I would love to like also work with you and see what you awesome. can do for us mm-hmm. yeah it's so amazing that you've done that in such a short period of time mm-hmm. yeah going from like not a photographer to getting these paid gigs and like cool gigs as well thanks I mean it feels like it doesn't feel like a short time to me no <laughs> but um, I will also say like TikTok has really helped me with that just because TikTok is like the new social media. Like, mm-hmm. I think brands need to be on TikTok. Like, they're not doing it right if they're not. And I'm kind of like a TikTok specialist. Like, yeah. I know exactly how it works, obviously, because I played the game. I play the game. Yeah. Um, and so I like also consult companies with what they should do on TikTok and things ah, like that. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. So, like, what we see on your social media is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it's literally, like, it's just, it's, yeah. 
just kind of a, a brand. That's just like me. Yeah, yeah. My personality a little bit. Like this girl who's obsessed with Iceland <laughs> and <laughs> does random things during the day. Um, yeah, I don't... I am trying to be better at um, on those like daily reels, like saying some of my work. But I'm like when I go for shoots and stuff, I'm sometimes so involved. Mm. I don't have any proof that I was even doing it. Like mm -hmm. no like videos and stuff. You know, I'm just like mm -hmm. running around so focused, getting all this stuff. And I forget that I should like I get to the end of the day. That we're all interested and we want to yeah. see. Yeah. And I just like I forget to do anything like record yeah. anything or whatever i'll get to anybody like, oh my god i wish i had taken something like mm. i forgot i was so busy you need to hire like another photographer to like do behind <laughs> the scenes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be that would be great one day one day for sure but yeah so that that's what i do and then i mean there's sometimes um like con uh, sponsored content on my instagram or uh tiktok and those are just like so that i can keep creating the free stuff for yeah. people um it is like a little hurtful when sometimes i get messages like uh, i'll have like a ad post or something and um people be like you know i used to follow you because i loved all of your iceland content but you just sold out now and you're like and and you're um doing advertisements for burritos and because like, I, yeah, like I you've also seen have to it. eat <laughs> yeah but it's it's funny because i just um I maybe mean, you've seen like I always bring a burrito to the volcano, yeah. but I've like never been paid to do that. I've never even <laughs> tagged the burrito company ever, yeah. mostly because they don't have an Instagram. But <laughs> still, the but point I've never stands. even tried to work with them. It's just like uh, for me, the easiest like snack to bring to the <laughs> volcano. It's like right next to my house, and it's so like compact and small, and mm. it's a good meal uh, for after a hike. Who's um, the into yeah. the thick of it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember right. the one just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Obviously, gotta get the burrito. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just like you—you you don't complain when you're watching a TV show and it stops for a commercial. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit annoying when they do that mm -hmm. on, on Instagram as well. People yeah, like if you weren't getting paid for it, you wouldn't be able to spend all of this time making this content. Right, I can't go use. and travel for you and show you all these hikes and all these cool places if I didn't do this one ad. And also, I only. I'm going to share things with you that I think you'll like and yeah. that I um, like resonate with as well. Mm -hmm. So, are you guys feeling like the oxygen level is depleting? In this I think room? we finished. The I'm sweating. I'm yeah. sweating. Need <laughs> <laughs> to take a shower. <laughs> um, should we wrap it up then? Yeah. So long, no. <laughs> Showers. Yeah. Yeah. Showers. Showers. No, but thank you so much for coming in. This was a really good talk. Yeah. And it was thank so you for having me. We so could to meet talk you. for like hours. Yeah. If we have a little more oxygen in yeah. the room. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go outside? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Kiana Sue and also on TikTok at Kiana Sue. Um, that's probably where you should find me. Yeah. yeah, follow along. Yeah, follow me on my journey and my real life in Iceland. Yes, <laughs> she said it. <laughs> follow me for more of my life in Iceland. Yes, <laughs> the, the money maker. maker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I... believe I have like a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a T-shirt. You should start selling merch.